0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Today, I'm chatting with Mackenzie, and we're talking all about movement. She's a yoga guru. So we all talk about movement, about self-esteem in women, um, ways that we can take movement into our daily lives like for instance she gives one tip about parking the furthest away from the grocery store if you're going to the groceries and making that long haul walk in um she also gives us some great exercises that we can do as she demonstrates them so if you want to go look on YouTube go ahead and look on YouTube for Um, chatting about movement with Mackenzie or you can actually just listen and maybe you can figure it out because she does do some great descriptions on that Um, I hope you really enjoyed this episode I wanted to put some kind of episode in here where it wasn't really a physical exercise class but it's something that it would incorporate movement because I think a lot of times we get stuck behind our desk and we forget to get up and move Um, so hope you enjoy it know what I need you to do That's right, start listening. Welcome back to The Blog Cabin. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, we're going to talk about movement, but before we get into that, I'm going to share a quote by Dolly Parton for this one. It says, I'm not going to limit myself just because people won't accept the fact that I can do something else. And I think that kind of embraces what you do as
1: well, Kenzie, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a good one. very <laughs> matching. Uh-huh. So tell us a little about yourself. Um okay so my name is Mackenzie I'm 26 years old um let's see I have two kids um my youngest is 5 months old so I'm still in that very newborn baby stage right now with him and then my older girl she's about to be 3 uh, I have four dalmatians at home so that always makes for a very crazy day every single day um <laughs> yes i'm into crossfit i do that i go at 5:30 a.m. um that is something very new to me I used to make fun of people who went to the gym that early, and now I'm like, I'm one of those people, and I do that. Um, So that is a huge change for me right now. And then, yeah, I'm certified in yoga. I'm certified in Reiki. Um, That's healing with touch for anyone who isn't very familiar with that. Um, And I am married, and, yes, just kind of doing all the things right now, really coming into, like, who I am and what I want to do with the rest of my life. Yeah, so let's talk about
0: you're certified in Reiki and yoga. So let's talk about the Reiki first. Okay,
1: so like I said, Reiki is healing with touch. Um, So how I got certified in Reiki, I actually met my Reiki master through my yoga teacher when I was going through my yoga training. Um, And when I just met him, it was just like an instant connection. I felt um, just like very connected. I was actually going to get like my first um, surgery that I've ever had to get. I was very nervous and he was like, oh, like, that is like something that we do with Reiki. You know, we do it before and after the surgery um, just to help with healing. And I was just like, this is all kind of weird that it's all happened fast. And then graduated yoga, met with him a year later and graduated from that. And yeah, I've just been changing lives with that ever since. Um, Reiki can heal things as simple as like headaches, um, something like that. he has worked with people who have had a stroke and actually they show no signs of that stroke anymore because like the body was just in such a natural um relaxation state that it could just heal itself quicker um and then it can help with something as far as like emotions and the more inner work that you have to work on as a person okay and let's talk about yoga because that's what the whole reason why i wanted you on i will have to we
0: have to give a shout out to emily from odin farming company because she hooked us up Um, yes but how your journey to yoga when did you start getting interested in yoga
1: um so fun fact i started taking yoga from my um husband's grandmother who i did not know that they were related at the time so i started um taking her yoga i was just like very inspired because i mean she is like a 60 year old woman who can so far more flexible than i am still at this age and she is just amazing um, and so I was very inspired by her and then we moved to North Carolina because my husband was in the air force. And so we got moved out here and then I just kind of got lost after having my, um, first kid. I didn't really have anything for myself out here. I didn't have a job. Um, I didn't really have like a whole like support group. I had like my husband and then I was a new mom. So, um, life was thrown at me very fast. And so I was like, I'm going to go get my yoga certificate like i need something for me and like um i I was just such like a lost person at that time and then i went and i got it and um kind of just started finding myself through like the whole um six month program and then um it just went so well that i'm like i'm gonna start giving this to everybody and so yeah now i'm doing that
0: so let's talk about some of the ways we can incorporate movement in our lives because honestly this is whole series is based around women, but I also want to give tips for men as well. But moms, especially, you know, you know how it is when you're so tired that you don't have time for yourself. How do you make time for yourself and make time to have some of that movement in your life?
1: Um, I think the first thing I would always say is like, just kind of cheat, um, do something park at the back of the lot, you know, don't park the closest spot that's available, you know, park far away, get a cart that's already out there, load the kids up, mom or dad, or just even if you're by yourself, just park back there and like take the longer walk up there. Um, I know a lot of people like to check their mail by like pulling up with the car, but instead Mm -hmm. like just go park the car, take the time to walk to your mailbox. Um, So I would always offer that first, just like, um, just do the little things that just take a little extra time. Um, Then I think is when you move on to the step of like actually implementing time in your day to take time for yourself.
0: So let's talk about how we can implement some time for ourselves in the day.
1: Okay. Um. Let's see. So towards busy moms, busy people in general, or um, do both? We can do both. Okay. Let's say for um, busy moms, play with your kids. You know, like actually get down on the ground and like play with them. Um. Another thing, like just for busy dad's like if you have a pet like when you play fetch with them like actually play fetch with your dog don't just stand there and throw the ball over and over again go play with them you know try to get it back from them play with them not only are they gonna enjoy that but it's gonna make you happy as well so it's just like a great activity um getting more involved with your daily life. I think we have definitely turned to a society where we kind of just like sit back and watch life happen instead Mm -hmm. of actually getting involved with life. Um, That will change your movement instantly. That will change your mind instantly. So definitely that. And then if you really are like trying to go to that next step of like having a gym routine and like actually having real movement, that's when like self-discipline comes in and you have to have, Towards motivation, that motivation that gets you out of bed every day. So setting like a really good goal for yourself would be good there.
0: Okay, so you beginning when you first introduced yourself, you talked about getting out and you go work out at five thirty in the morning. What's your motivation for that? Because I cannot see myself getting up because you got to drive too, right?
1: Oh yeah. So, okay, no. so I'm very lucky because my gym is a ten minute drive, and so especially in the mornings when nobody is on the road, it is just a nice simple drive there. Um. I do get called crazy a lot for this one because I do even wake up my five month old and my two and a half year old up at this time. I wake them up, get them out of their sleep to go to the gym with me. Um, simply because I want better for myself. Like I want to be healthy. Um, And this is like the most valuable time for me because then I have like all my house chores and all that stuff done so early in the day that I get to relax with my kids and play with them. So that is also something that kind of pulls me there. Um, And then I have to give a big shout out to my gym bestie Holly at the gym. Um, I definitely go for her. So um, having someone who can like go with you, I think is a huge help for me. So maybe that would be something that someone else could use too.
0: Yeah, definitely the motivation. I have someone I walk with and when I can't walk with him, it doesn't seem like I can push myself to get out there. But when we both know we're going to push each other, it seems to Or help.
1: not even um, push each other. But when you know that that good conversation is going to be there during it, um, it's like you're not so um, laser focused on the hard work at hand. You're like, this is just a fun activity with my girlfriend.
0: Yeah, that's true. So let's talk about housework. How can we incorporate movement in our housework? Because I know a lot of people. Oh my gosh! Moms, no, you
1: don't even have to incorporate it. Um, what you need to do is um, take the guilt away of thinking that it's not something. A hundred percent. I told my husband, I said, I'm not going to the gym today. He was like, why? I said, because I'm cleaning the house. And that's enough reason right there. Um I don't think there's anything to incorporate. I think um, just giving yourself the acknowledgement that this is enough, like this is a good amount of movement for me today because I don't know about any of you guys, but I'm sweating when I'm mopping my whole house. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I have noticed on your Instagram, you are very big. You are super self-confident and you are super, your, your reels are off the chart. And so I want to know like you know where do you get that confidence from is that something you've always had or because obviously when you do yoga you have to be a little bit confident
1: as well um no this is not something that I have always had that's definitely like one of those emotional points in my life um I was definitely bullied in um like elementary to middle school just for my my looks I was on um prednisone I don't know if you mm-hmm. are familiar with that so it holds a lot of water weight so i was very rounded i was very round face and just had a lot of water weight on me so i was very round and plump <laughs> and i did get commented on that for um a lot of time and that like really hurt me but then like i did the worst thing and i went to high school and then i bullied people mm-hmm. and then I went, you know, I got older and I like, okay, I don't like being on either side of that. That's so horrible, like to be bullied and to bully, like neither side is good. So we stay away from both. Um, But then I just kind of grew up. I found the yoga. I found the Reiki. I found something for me. And um, I have always had confidence in the sense um, of knowing who I am, knowing how I like to dress. Um, I'm never afraid of other people's opinions. Um, But I was more scared to shine my light. I was more um, afraid to, like, outshine other people, be like, in terms of, like, I didn't want to hurt them. I didn't want to, like, look like I was trying to do than anyone. And I think that's something everybody needs to learn, that, like, you are so capable of just being who you are. And that's not going to um, bother anybody because everybody should be so worried about themselves doing that, that you shining your absolute brightest will never hurt anybody who cares about you. Um so yeah through all my yoga and stuff i was just i got more confident and more confident and then um i think i found a love for loving myself that i wanted to share with other women i I hate that like every client I would meet, I deal with mo- mostly women and even the males that I do work with. They all lack self-worth, like every single one of them in some way, shape or form. There is something they don't like about themselves, something they want to change. But like when you really talk to them about it, it was absolutely like a force that was like talked into them. It's not it's a lie. It's not something they na- they actually um, believe about themselves. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to start screaming it. the top of the world how confident I am so that everyone else knows that they can be this confident too and so
0: that now and so it just kind of you just started saying over and over to yourself and then finally you're like okay I'm, I'm starting
1: to believe it um I started to believe that um it was okay like so yes like started to believe that um I was allowed to talk like this I was allowed to be like this it was more like I didn't think I was allowed to so I gave myself more like permission like stop, stop acting like this is a negative trait to have. Like it's good. So yes, I just talked it into myself. Like, you know what? Like you're going to do it.
0: <laughs> and I noticed too, does that, did that come in from, like you said, yoga? Because sometimes people think like they don't have the body type for yoga, that they don't have the, they, they're not as flexible for like, yoga. And they think, Oh, yoga's not exercise at all. You're like Take a yoga class. It is exercise.
1: Oh yeah, it is. But, um, also this is a huge common misconception which I love to speak on this topic topic actually is that what most people refer to as yoga is yoga asanas. So that means like when you see me teaching like a public class or the videos posted online as people flowing through yoga moves that's a asana and that's movement yoga itself is a whole lifestyle. So it's moving towards um, just a very quality.
0: commercial or from a woman-based business. So here we go.
2: Schools closing their doors again this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic is devastating for students, parents, and educators. Beyond that, it has disproportionately challenged low-resource school systems, further revealing educational and health inequities among communities. Teachers and parents are searching for tools that will enable schools to reopen, but many of these solutions are expensive and time-consuming. To ease the magnitude of challenges faced by high-need school districts, we can provide a simple solution that has a deep impact. I'm Della, the founder of Nestle Space. Nestle provides easy, beautiful, health-centered design that adapts to any environment. We design products that are attentive to bodily experience, emotional health, and ergonomics, including our portable, touchless handwashing station. Our handwashing stations bring running water anywhere with an outlet, accompanied by ergonomic design. Because no plumbing is required, our portable stations can be placed in classrooms, gymnasiums, lobbies, libraries, and beyond. The CDC has identified handwashing as a critical mitigation measure for schools during the pandemic. However, as evidenced by the high number of schools that have reached out to us over the last six months, Many schools do not have prolific access to running water in classrooms and in other areas which they need to repurpose as classrooms in order to increase social distancing during the pandemic. We know schools are short on resources, dollars, space, and time. We can help, but we need your help to do so. We'd like to supply our Nestle Kids handwashing stations at no cost to selected public schools in need. Our first goal is to distribute these to 10 school districts. We are asking for your help to simply cover our production and shipping costs. Together, we believe we can help students more safely return to where they thrive most at school. In these crazy times, we thank you for considering this and for your generosity. We believe that by helping support each other, we can make a positive impact in a very hard time. Again, thank you for your support. We hope you and yours stay well.
0: And we are back with Kenzie, McKenzie's yoga and what yes. what the misconceptions
1: are about yoga. Yeah. So a common misconception is that um, the flows that you see are um, what yoga is. And that is just like basically like the physical aspect of yoga. Um, there's a lot more to it. You know, there's the breathing and all the different techniques, like how you are as a person. Like it's a whole lifestyle. Um, but in... We, I just had this wonderful conversation with, like, my yoga teacher who I got my training from. We had a yoga shala where we all met and talked. And, like, it's on us as teachers, too, because we always say, like, hey, come to our public yoga class. And um, yoga is not about how good you flow. It's not about the poses, how well you can hold them, how well you get into it. Um, yoga is about coming and meeting yourself on the mat and being quiet. So it does not matter what size you are. It does not matter what, where you went to school, um, what sports you played in school. Um, none of that will have any effect. It is literally for showing up, welcoming movement into the body, just being quiet and just like being with yourself.
0: So I know a lot of women, especially they when they go to a class, they like very, feel very judged because they're, they're not happy with their body types. And they're like, I don't look as good as that person. So that stops them from going out and working out and doing the way they're supposed to do. How does new yoga make that a little bit different?
1: Um, well, let's see. The first thing I think you have to always have that mindset of just I am more than these thoughts in my head. You know, like I am more than this. Like these are things that I'm telling myself because I'm maybe nervous to be here. I haven't been here before, it's something new to me. Um, So definitely like letting that guard down first. Um, And then just showing up and having fun for you because you also have to remember that everybody else is there for themselves as well. Um, No one is like looking at you and seeing how well you're doing or anything like that. And a lot of the moves, um, in yoga so from a teacher's point of view um, a lot of the moves in yoga you can't see someone else when you're in those postures so yeah well, you know, I know this
0: is a lot of women are very self-conscious about the way they're gonna look or are these shorts too tight oh, I'm afraid I'm gonna split my pants open all this thing so let's talk about what you can wear when you take a yoga class
1: anything that's another thing like yoga pants are not mandatory by any means um It's definitely funner to see, like, um, the more confident how your outfits change. So um, maybe just start paying attention to that. See what you're comfortable in now. And then, like, what's your goal? What do you want to start showing up in the class in? Um, And then think about, like, what would the most confident me wear? Like, if I felt like the absolute best of myself, which would I put on? And then put that on because then that's going to make you feel like that. So it doesn't have to be super tight clothes, super restrictive clothes at all. Oh, no, not at all. That's like actually the opposite of the point because you don't want to restrict yourself during those movements.
0: Oh, wow. Because most people, when you see most people, especially on TV, if you see people taking yoga classes, they're wearing the really tight sports bras and the really tight yoga pants and the really tight leggings. And I think that's what turns a lot of people off. Oh, yeah. Let me, I'll show you my outfit right now.
1: And I just did yoga before this. And I'm just wearing, oh, you can't really see, but just little shorts and just a giant sweatshirt. So, doesn't have to be anything you can show up however you want i mean even with you wearing your cardigan today i mean you could wear that because it's something cozy and you're just showing up and doing light movement so
0: so can you give us some examples some light movements that maybe if people are stuck behind the desk all day long that they can actually do
1: oh yeah so this is how i would be sitting at my desk with the chair and of course you're not going to see my hands in the frame but just inhaling the arms up overhead and like already just reaching My fingertips up in a way I can feel like my spine elongating and stretching. And then just dropping one hand down and like reaching over. And you can just switch to the other side. And then something as easy as just like rolling out your wrist if you're sitting all day. You know, rolling them out. Letting the neck fall side to side. And forward and backwards. And just rolling it. Sorry about my dogs. Uh, (laughs) squeezing your ear or shoulders to the ears and releasing a lot of people hold tension here who are at um computers all day so like rolling them really relaxing and like another thing i would always say for people who are sitting all day like check in with your body like are you holding tension in the shoulders are you holding in the jaw and then like try to release that as often as you can um and remembering For everything you do in life, some is better than none at all. Mm -hmm. Even if you remember to do it once a day, at least you're not doing it no times a day anymore.
0: Yeah. So I'd love those simple tips because I know I hold a lot of tension, especially in the small of my back as well. So is there anything that you suggest for people that have like back problems?
1: Maybe just twisting in the chair and holding the twist, turning your head all the way to look behind you each way that you turn. Simple things like that. Um, pushing yourself away from the desk and just bending over, touching your toes to let your back fall forward instead of just being stagnant and held up. Mm-hmm. And then correcting your posture will always help.
0: Always help. Now, there's a lot of things, a lot of um, things like the waist trainers that could supposedly help their
1: the posture, like the belly bands and things like that. Do you suggest that or no? I mean, no. I'm never going to suggest. Honestly, I'm such a, like, holistic person in the way, like, my first suggestion for a headache would never be Tylenol, you know? I always think you should try to correct the things first with what you have and what you can, and then seeking, like, actual, like, medical advice if you want to, like, put something on your body.
0: So let's talk about the holistic ways that you can treat yourself. Cause I'd love how you segued into that because I noticed on one of your Instagram reels, you had the sage way, all those little things. You had the sage and I love that. I think that's the one, one of the
1: ones I shared, but Um, let's talk about that. Um, I guess I just got to the point where even just like in the processed foods, I was looking at, at the store, I was just reading ingredients that like I had no idea what they were. Um, if I did want to know what they were, I would have to look them up and then like understand what they were telling me was made there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of got frustrating to me. So I was like, you know what? Like, I know there's all these like holistic ways. Like there was a time before medicine and I think modern medicine is an amazing thing. Um, uh, I think when you break your leg, you need to go to the doctor and get a cast. I don't think you should like tie two sticks to it and like hobble around. Uh-huh. Every week. I don't think you should do that. But, um, when it comes to a headache, um, when you do take Tylenol, like you're just putting so much in your body when like, and this is not for everybody, but I can literally rub peppermint on my temples and it does the same thing for me. Um, I even notice a lot of times my headaches are related to, this is, I, this is what I like to say. I like to find out what my headaches are related to instead of just treating it to get rid of it. So sometimes I notice I get headaches when I'm not drinking water and I know, okay, if I just drink more water or, Maybe I have a headache because I skipped a meal, which you should never do. Um, And so I'm like, I need to eat. Um, Or maybe my headache's just from like being tired, too much light. You know, I need to take a nap. I need to rest. Um, We have went to, like I said, such a fast moving world that it's like a quick fix. It's so much better than like actually taking the time to listen to your body so that the headache's not going to keep being reoccurring.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned earlier you have a three year old and a what a five month old. So how do you find time for yourself and during that busy time? Because obviously you're going to have someone always demanding pretty much your attention unless they're
1: napping. So, well, um, I okay. So, definitely in the last half year, I've decided that like in this day and age, you have to invest money into things, like, you have to, like, money is a huge part of how we can get anything nowadays which i hate that i wish we could go back to bartering and like trading with each other because wow but um i took money and i actually invested it in smart ways instead of just like blowing it on starbucks coffees and online shopping and trips to target that fill the cart with absolute nothing of necessity um i invested in like getting an in-home nanny who comes and she sits here for like Two to three hours a day, why I can like get my work done or just have some quiet time. Um, so investment wise, I finally realized like I will invest my money into things that will help me in the long run. Um, I also I have a wonderful husband. My husband is very hands on. He is super involved. Sometimes like I think of him as a better parent than me, honestly, because his patience is way better. So um, he gives me a lot of time to be alone. And then on the times where it is just me and the kids, because I do get to stay at home, I'm very lucky with that, um, and he goes to work and like maybe the nanny's not there, um, I will lock myself in the closet. I will not feel um, any type of guilt for ever needing a break and just like stepping away to take a breath and just to um, feel better because my kids will always grow better. They will always thrive better if I am in a happy mood. If I am beat down and I am just cranky and everything is a trigger to me, um, I'm benefiting nobody in the household. Everybody is suffering if mom is suffering.
0: So how has COVID affected that a little bit? Affected what part? um just being motherhood because obviously you're not going to be able to go out as much and not do be well now because things are lifting but before yeah. i being stuck at home all the time
1: yeah and it was really hard because that was during winter so you don't even want to take your kids out because it's cold um I just um took a lot more time for myself I think in times like that um a lot of moms will be like you know what like I need to be even more hands-on since I'm stuck with them. I need to be doing an activity every single hour. We need to have crowns on deck. We need to have, um, you know, whatever you have on TV, Coco Melon, Abby Hatcher, all those shows. You have to have all that ready to be set up. And then, like, I need snacks at all times. But, like, also just remembering that, like, <laughs> your kids fill feel, feel your love. There's so many other ways. Your kids know that you love them just by sitting with them just by being next to them, like you put so much pressure on yourself than your kids ever will. Um, I think kids are very smart. Do not get me wrong. I am like amazed at the things my three-year-old can do and say to me, (laughs) but um, she is so forgiving. People don't understand that when you grow older, that's when you get a little bit more um, stubborn, a little more set in your ways, Mm -hmm. um, unforgiving. These kids have such open hearts. Like, um, I, again, I always just resort back to remembering that like you are a human, like you are a mom, you do hard work every day, um, just be lighter on yourself, you know, and um, COVID was hard. So it was instead of like making sure I had activities, I just made sure I had room within myself to know like I'm doing my best and I'm providing the most quality daycare up in here that I can. <laughs>
0: That's funny, the most quality daycare up in yeah, here. I love I'm, that.
1: I'm doing the best. So, you know, like I just got to give myself that.
0: So what kind of things do you do for self-care? Because that's a question that I ask a lot of people is because self-care looks different for everybody.
1: Um, And you just said it. You just said it yourself. Um, Self-care looks better for everybody. So what I tell everybody when they um inquire to work with me is because I, I haven't told you this, but I'm actually starting on like a whole new program right now. Um, you've probably seen it for women who suffer with self-worth it's a 12 week program that they'll go through to um, find that self-worth um what was the original question i'm sorry self care what oh, do you do for self care when i talk to them when i get on that phone call with them and i'm ex- describing like why my program is so special is because it's so personalized you are the only person who has lived with you 24/7 365 so anyone who wants to pretend that they know you they can but They've never felt those thoughts every single day like you have. So self-care, of course, is going to be different to you because this is the biggest one I always say is everyone's always like, oh, just take a bath and relax. Okay. But what about people who don't like taking baths? Mm -hmm. What are they supposed to do? Yep. You know, and they're like, oh, just slap a face mask on. Okay. Well, (laughs) I don't like face masks. My skin is so sensitive that if I put a face mask on, I'm going to break out. So it's like, um, there's no cure-all face mask. You know? There's not a bubble bath that you can just soak your worries away. Um, a common misconception, um, self-care is like that inner work where you are like, um, why do I snap so easily at the kids when um, it's early? Oh, because you're tired, you know? So like, mm-hmm. you need to rest more. Um, why am I always mad at my husband when I see him relaxing on the couch and I'm doing the dishes? Um, because he went to work you took care of the kids and he went to work like you're both equally equally working. Um, It's just finding those things. That's how I take care of my self-care. I work on things within me to make my life easier on the outside. But then for fun things, um, I love to shop the aisles of TJ Maxx. (laughs) Um, Is my favorite thing to do. Um, I love going on walks, like you said, having a walking partner because there's nothing better than just like hanging out with a girlfriend, moving your body and just talking like right now this chat this makes my whole day because there's nothing more i like than talking to another woman <laughs> yep
0: so let's talk about your since you talked about your 12-week program let's talk about that and talk about how people can enroll it in and other things
1: oh yeah absolutely so you'll just go to my instagram kinsley yogi it's right there and she has it there um and you'll just apply to the link in my bio and then if i feel like we're a good fit i'll get on a call with you we'll kind of like see what your goals are to like absolutely guarantee that like Um, my program is going to benefit you because I definitely don't want to say my programs for everybody. My program is definitely for people who are very committed to making these goals. Um, I'm trying to think you can apply there and like, I don't know. It's so new to me. You know, I just launched this. So, um, I'm really just looking to I had personal clients at home and um, it was going great. And they definitely are what inspired me to like move it to an online because like COVID, um, I want to reach more people. I didn't feel like I was reaching enough people. And then like those private sessions, like they're one-on-one, you know, it was so personal. So I was like, this is so great. But then I was like realizing that, you know, they would skip um, a week. They, they couldn't make it to my house. They couldn't come here for their session, different things. And then. So then they came the following week. Well, then we were like playing catch up because like that mm-hmm. messed up. And I'm like, ah, like, I feel like I'm jipping them every time they come here because I have so much to offer that like, but I always feel like we're 10 steps back because we're missing all this time in between. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna make a program that people have to stick to. And it'll be 12 weeks back to back, they get weekly phone calls with me, they get activities, there's talk about nutrition. And it's not like any type of diet, it's um, how to have a healthy relationship with food, how to not have food anxiety anymore. Um, It's a physical part, but it's not getting a gym membership and going to buy dumbbells. It's moving your body in natural ways, getting outside, just breathing fresh air, um, enjoying movement and not making it a forced thing. And then my favorite part, what really inspired it is all that inner work, all that stuff that you just every single day within you. the people who wake up and just have like fabulous days, but then by the end of the day, they're just miserable and sad and they can't explain it. Um, For the women who like see themselves acting so mad and inside their heads, they're like, why am I acting like this? Like I, I want to be better than this. I know I shouldn't even be acting like this, but like they literally can't control how they react mm-hmm. more. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I was tired of having clients come to me and be so sad. You know, I'm I'm ready for there to just be more happiness. And like, if anything, I hope my clients will take everything they learn and just pass it on to one single person. I love
0: how you're focusing not only on the the physical, the mental, but also the nutritional part because what fuels our body kind of plays a part in how we feel as well, right?
1: Right, and I think everybody knows how they should be eating, but, but the world has made. Bad food. um, So not bad food. I hate labeling it good and bad food, but um, less nutritional food. They've made it just so appealing and so easy to get so quick, so delicious, so delicious. Um, And we forget that chocolate cake will always taste like chocolate cake every single day.
0: Yeah, but still that chocolate cake, if you're a chocoholic, that chocolate can kind of pull you in and you may be a little bit more or just like potato chips. Potato chips. Oh, yeah. You can't just have one potato chip.
1: You got to have-, have just one. Life is too short to have one single potato chip. But that's where the balance comes in with the physical. Like you have the power to eat what you want. If you move your body, you cannot eat what you want and sit in a chair all day. And that is definitely common sense. And we, I know everybody knows this, but we've been taught different ways and we've learned different things now. Um, it's just kind of like rewiring the brain to like, Oh yeah. And I think the silliest thing is you um, you go to the gym or you go on that walk with your friend or you go on a hike and then you're like, I actually love being here. So why do I make it such a struggle to get here?
0: Yeah, it's like that when that alarm hits and you're like, no, I just wanna sleep. I just wanna sleep. Bro,
1: my alarm goes off at 4.40 in the morning and every single morning I'm like, do I really wanna be healthy? Or like, do I really wanna go see my friends? And then I'm like, you know what? You do. And I want to live forever. So I'm just trying to keep my body moving.
0: (laughs) So your 12-week program, you're enrolling now for the 12-week program?
1: Yep. I have open enrollment. It starts March 29th. And I actually only have four spots available. Oh, wow. Yes. It's so exciting. And
0: then what else do you do besides your program i know you teach yoga but where tell us some of the classes maybe yeah. where somebody can catch classes. um anybody
1: who's local to goldsboro so i teach at the downtown pavilion it's across from well-traveled beer it was just recently built and they did a phenomenal job on it it's really beautiful so that is saturdays at 10 15 a.m it is so much fun and then i teach at crossfit goldsboro wednesdays at five thirty p.m And that is way more focused on, like, really um, stretching out the body because they're doing, like, some very heavy movements in there. Um, Saturdays is a little more flowy and mind-focused. And is there a cost for either one of those? Both are $10. I apologize for that. Both are $10. And um, CrossFit Goldsboro, if you remember, it's free. So I don't know if any of you maybe go there and you're unaware that you do get free yoga on Wednesdays. Wow. And then we maybe have a partnership with the farm, right? Yes. That's what we hope. Yeah. If it would stop raining, it is very wet out there.
0: Very, very wet out there. Cool. <laughs> so um, Mackenzie, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Tell people where they can find you at again.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, mostly Instagram. That's where I'm really like the most active for the time being. And that's at Kins the Yogi. And then the hand or the whole entire thing is down there. I appreciate that so much.
0: All right. I want to thank you so much and guys get out there and get moving. And thanks for watching and see you on the next edition of Chats for the Blog Cabin.
1: Yes. And thank you for having me.
0: I really enjoyed that episode with Mackenzie. Um, like I said, our mutual friend, Emily, who has actually been on the show several times, he um, was one of my very best friends um, actually hooked us up. And when I was looking for someone to do movement, ex- movement and exercise, Emily suggested, Hey, why don't you ask McKenzie, so Emily kind of connected us and we went from there. I love having women in my group that they see, they don't see each other as competition. They see each other as being part of community and helping it, one another to get up higher Instead of people that want everything for themselves and so not willing to share. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode with Mackenzie. and I, tomorrow on the podcast, I'll have an episode with Lauren who was actually, she took a chance on me and I hope you really enjoyed that episode as well. If you enjoy the episodes, please like, leave, review, subscribe. Um, Wherever you listen to it on, if you go to YouTube, please hit subscribe. Give me a couple of thumbs up, however you feel like doing. I thank you for being part of the podcast family, and I hope you have a blessed day. And remember, keep chatting.